1: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me Hannah McIntyre and I'm super excited to be welcoming and saying good morning actually at risk of sounding like the Truman Show uh, (laughs) Laurie Sheridan Reverend Shori Laurie Sheridan Shori Leridan Uh, what a welcome (laughs) hello Laurie welcome thank you so much for coming in today and joining us on our live podcast so if you're watching this live as always you can pop any comments or questions on and if we've got time I will direct as many of them to Laurie as possible and if you're listening uh, through the podcast player later on welcome and I hope you enjoy so hi Laurie Hello, Hannah. It's so nice to be here with you. Thank you so much for having me. What a treat. I'm really, really excited. So uh, Laurie and I have been working together on a course, learning, um, because mediumship, as you will know if you listen regularly, is an ongoing forever learning curve. And so we met on that and I uh, asked her to come on. She said she would come in and talk to us all so uh, Lori, tell us a little bit about your work with the spirit world and your mediumship
2: awesome well as you said I am a spiritual medium and I love that you said that we met on a course because I think that's the biggest thing about mediumship is that that journey never ends and I think you know no matter where you are whether in the beginning or more seasoned it really is striving to continue to learn and grow and to progress because it's like we can always do better, right? You know, there's, there's sometimes there's that miracle connection where, you know, that's the piece that's so inspiring is sharing in those moments of healing. But um, just that concept that we can continue to strive to get better in our connection with spirit. Um, and I love it. I just love sharing in that and hopefully being of service and helping others in some small way to feel that. Presence
0: of their loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. Ama- it's amazing work. Now, as I mentioned, and you know that I'm super excited about this, <laughs> you are a reverend. I feel like I should be bowing or nodding. Oh or my gosh, you're like. so fresh. <laughs> and that's quite new, isn't it? You've just been ordained. Is that what you'd call it? Just ordained. Yes, that's right, Hannah.
2: No, so I have been serving spiritualist churches for several years. And I'm really excited and honored to have just completed a two-year program through the journey within Spiritualist Church that's led by Janet Havoc and was just recently ordained. So you are one of the first people to call me Rev, <laughs> Reverend Laura Sheridan, and um, it truly is an honor and, of course, a commitment, you know, with the dedication yeah. to service. And, um, you know, I'll be honest, you know, I'm so glad that I um, have made this commitment but at first it's like oh my gosh this is such a big deal you know um but and I'm just excited to see how my work will hopefully continue to evolve and the connections that I'll make with people and serving churches and hopefully just being of service to
0: the spirit world yeah so I I about that at all Laurie (laughs) and was it loads of work to get to that Um, stage? I'm assuming it was I like to think it was,
2: too. No, but I mean, what was so great about this program or what I really enjoyed um, was, number one, it was a small cohort. Um, and Janet has done a wonderful job of really, I would say, in some ways, maybe con- making it a more contemporary approach because, you know, we did meet on Zoom but we would have homework assignments, a lot of reading papers, studying the different principles of spiritualism, but then also learning the different aspects of what it means to be a reverend, what it means to, you know, how to pray, you know, how to hold somebody's hand, um, you know, if they've just had um, significant news or suffering happening. And then weddings and funerals, I mean, you know, it's one thing to talk about. I haven't done any yet, okay, <laughs> but just um, wonderful to have a mentor and teacher who has worked you know she's dedicated her life to helping others but to have that guidance and that support um and to meet other people sharing that experience you know i just really um i'm, I'm very grateful to have been a part of that journey with them and hopefully continuing yes yeah. Oh,
0: no. <clears throat> Amazing. I mean, I can tell, even in our little interactions in the group, when you go into, so you do, we do this online course and you go into a breakout room and you go, oh no, I've got to work now. I've got to do something I've never done and yeah. all of that stuff. You know, you can just tell that the hand holding thing, that's you all over. It's that really lovely comfort that you bring. So I think you're going to be helping a lot of people in that new role and it just is amazing. So that's where you are right now. Yeah. Where did you start? How did you get into spirituality?
2: Uh, well, that's an interesting story. No, um, so I do definitely feel like throughout my life, even as like a younger person, I was interested in, you know, you explore, you go to different churches, that type of thing. But it was really as a young adult, I actually had a moment where I had just finished my college degree, you know, and I had my security, you know, and I have my real job, you know, And then I really felt a calling, um, whether it was my soul or the spirit world, but it really was a calling or a voice from within saying, "Okay, now it's time. Now it's time to do the real work. And it's so amazing to me how just the synchronicity of events. You know, I felt like in many ways I feel like I was guided to a spiritualist church and then. one thing, you know, and then I just began studying, you know, and I remember the first time I went to the church, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you know this is different and but I did fall in love with it, of course, and um, it's just amazing, you know, and the met- other like minded people, and then began studying mediumship, and then one thing just led to another, you know you just follow, you never know where it's gonna lead, like I certainly in that first church service or even years into attending church didn't necessarily think that i'd be serving on a platform or <laughs> i don't know i ever thought that i'd be a reverend you know um, it's funny how they get you <laughs> it really is you know um and so it's just amazing though and i think that's one of the big things is just following the nudges following those breadcrumbs you know not having an, an a set destination but just allowing your soul and maybe the spirit world to help guide you and to see where it takes you, you
0: know? Amazing, amazing. So, you do you come from a spiritually connected family or are you kind of, you know, going it <laughs> alone with this? Well, I'm really
2: fortunate that I do have a supportive family. So, they are actually very open minded, you know? Um, I don't have a lot of philosophical um, discussions with them. <laughs> But, you know, they, um, they respect my choices and um, are supportive in all ways around that, which is really wonderful. Um, and I will tell you like a funny story, like just to get like, this is gonna sound so crazy, but you know, we talk about like studying auras and things like this, right? Just to give you a sense of how supportive my family is, like I can remember like when I first started, I made my mom like sit there and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna stare at you for a moment and see if I can see your aura, right? And like, she played along. So I mean, just the coolness of having parents who are like, "Okay, um, yeah, come <laughs> on, see what you get," you know. We don't so, get
0: you, but we'll let you.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. know that they do support me in all ways is just a real gift so I'm very blessed in that way yeah
0: that's amazing I mean that's all you need isn't it and you know it's the same with my family sometimes I come out with something and you can just tell I've dropped a nutty spiritual bomb in the (laughs) middle of the conversation that everyone's like okay you have to wait for that to pass and then uh, (laughs) carry on (laughs) okay so so you started through the churches I did, yeah. And has it always been mediumship? You know, that connection to loved ones in spirit that has been your calling. Have you tr- obviously you've done auras and stuff like that? Has it well, always I been...
2: actually. Um, sorry to interrupt you. Um, um, I actually started like with psychic tarot. So um, the tarot, I initially started taking classes and just exploring on my own. And it was a combination, I think, of both. Um, You know, I think initially when I started working, I was definitely doing more psychic work and using psychic tools such as the tarot to do readings and things like that. And then as I continued to maybe unfold or grow, perhaps also in my confidence and in my connection with the spirit world, then the doors kind of unfolded where all of a sudden I found myself doing more mediumship, you know? and um so it's just so interesting because you know i was aspiring to do mediumship but you know i don't think it's something that we just go Ooh, you know mm-hmm. everything happens in this divine timing and um, that's um, i think some of the beauty of it so for me it just really one step led to the next it did start with definitely tarot so tarot is a passion of mine i noticed you had sent me a question like what are your favorite decks that i was like, yeah. oh.
0: Yeah, tell us as we're on it. Tell us what are your favorite decks? What do you like to work? So you know, one of
2: my favorites. I really like the Robin Wood Tarot. Okay, so I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it has the Celtic, the green background. Anyway, so that's the more traditional tarot um, deck that I started with. But today, um, for readings, I'm a big fan of the Psychic Tarot by John Holland. That's my favorite, you know, I use that for all my just because it's very, yes, exactly. I think it's a staple, a foundation piece, yeah. you know, um, uh, for any psychic medium, okay, so, um, but I love it because, you know, he did just such a nice job with the imagery and it still loosely connects to the um, framework of the tarot, but allows for a lot of intuitive um, interpretation. So, love that deck. And then the other deck that I really like is this Angel Wisdom Tarot by Radley Valentine. I've not seen anything. um yes, it's beautiful, but he incorporates angels and that really speaks to me as well. Um, but also using that framework as the ta- of the tarot, the traditional tarot. So, those are my
0: favorites. Um, that's so funny. Those ones are out because I've got I've got a, a problem. Yes. I've got so many packs of cards, but yeah. those ones have always been my pack since I started doing readings. That's why they're there because they're always. I sometimes add, but they're always my my base pack. Exactly, oh, that's right? Very so funny. That's yeah. such a good so there you go, everybody. John Holland, the psychic tarot, highly recommended by both of us. So, <laughs> and so obviously we've talked about how your, you know, your work has progressed and you started with cards, and that's still a big passion. We've got angels coming in there as well as loved ones with spirit. So, you know, what's your favorite at the moment? Because I know it changes. Have you got a favorite sort of way of working at the moment?
2: My favorite right now um, really is still mediumship right now. So, you know, connecting, um, striving to connect people with their loved ones on the other side. I would say that that probably is my passion. Um, And, you know, um, right now that's probably a majority of my work. um, But there's always the blended session or the combination of psychic or people needing a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. and um so it definitely there's definitely the psychic piece that comes in it just depends you know because some people are coming strictly you know they've lost someone and they're really in grief you know so they're really needing that healing validation of their loved one's presence so the whole Mm -hmm. session might be that but a lot of times too you know maybe we'll pull a couple cards at the end you know little things like that And I always end with a little angel card, like a little angel blessing, you know, like here's a little kiss, you know, from the spirit world. But um, yeah, so it's all my passion, I guess. But I definitely um, really enjoy um, the mediumship as well. But they're all important. They're all fabulous.
0: I completely agree. Completely agree. So tell us about one of your most profound experiences with the spirit world.
2: Oh, I'm like, where to start, right, Hannah? No. <laughs> but um, no, I think of two um, really pivotal moments for me. So um, I lost a baby. So I miscarried halfway through a pregnancy. And that was a really painful loss for me. And um, I had been doing some meditation and just really trying to connect with the spirit world. And one of those experiences it was so profound, the amount of unconditional love that I felt. I'm like, I I getting emotional? But the amount of unconditional love that I really felt um, surrounding me, filling me, um, it was so profound um, because I don't know that I'd ever felt anything like it. And I don't feel that every day, okay? <laughs> um, it was one of those magical moments where you really felt that you were touching in with something special. And of course, it was so moving. I started crying, and then it was over, <laughs> <But> <laughs> because it off. of it. Was so uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, okay, that was nice, but it was so moving and so touching. I will never forget that, and it was a really um, profound healing moment for me, and um, helping me to move forward and processing my own grief um, in that with that loss um and then i'll give you one more that um uh, was really um profound for me as well and again this is for you know people no matter where they are on their mediumship journey but i remember you know when i was first starting doing mediumship readings you know it's a huge responsibility and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves i think to really do a good job or to really be of service you know and um <laughs> you know Um, That's still something I work on, you know, it's just really that surrendering piece. But um, I was doing a session that I had donated to a family and that was probably one of the most profound experiences because when I just surrendered, they took over the loved one in the spirit world that they so needed to hear from just took over. And it was just one of those healing moments that was just undeniable, all of the pieces and the information. And just to And, you know, of course, it was all the spirit world, but just to share in that, to experience that miracle, to feel that, to see what was possible and to feel the healing and to share in that moment with everyone in the room. Well, that was very special and something I'll never forget. And it was a huge learning moment for me that when there's love, when there's need, if we can just surrender, obviously, you have to continue to grow and work on your foundation. I'm not telling everybody to start doing mediumship readings. but. you know, that the power of the spirit world um, is just amazing and what they can communicate um, and what's needed, you know, and being able to express that and what an honor and a privilege it was to be a part of that. And then um, hopefully to share in, um, future sessions like that, you know, those moments, those are the moments that are so inspiring um, and really help to drive you to continue that passion to help mm-hmm.
0: others. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> i oh, sorry I was so in the energy of what you were saying that I was just the love, and the love. Oh, I'm the one asking the questions Whoops! Okay. So what advice would you give to somebody that's right at the beginning that's feeling that call of spirit but doesn't know where to start well I think the big thing is just to start you know don't
2: worry about um, being perfect or knowing exactly where you're going you know, if you take a class, you like it, great. If you don't like it, try something else. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, and the big thing for me with my mediumship, and I continue to work on that, is just that concept of surrendering and trust. Um, I know that personally, a huge leap forward for me was because in the beginning, you know, you taught, okay, ask all these things and get all this information. So it's like the interview, you know, concept. But I was really trying to control the way I received information. Um, And when I began to surrender and just allow the spirit world to communicate how they wanted to communicate, and that's what I still obviously strive for, um, you know, that was the big breakthrough. That was the big leap. You know, when you let, you have, you continually work on your foundation. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: But when you're able to just let go and not control... Um, you know, that's, I feel like when the magic happens. So if I could give any piece of advice, you know, it's just really that surrender and trust over and over and over again. And again. <laughs> and, again. <laughs> and again. And again.
0: And when you think you've done it, do it some more. <laughs> exactly, because it never ends. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's, yeah, absolutely agree. Absolutely. And isn't it amazing some of the things when you do get out away from that list, because I was taught list mediumship at the beginning too. Yeah. When you get away from that, the amazing and incredible and unexpected things that the spirit world can bring in. Right, it's amazing. You know, some of my most amazing things things have been things I would never have sought for, things I would never have looked for if I'd had my list still. Love it, yeah, that's it, that's it. Oh, amazing. So do you have a daily practice? Do you have things that you do every day for your own connection and development? Mm -hmm.
2: Well, that's what I am also working on. It's just the concept of balance and also for me um, carving out time for me or taking care of myself. Um, so I am a work in progress, um, but <laughs> I know, okay. yes. but I've been working on um, either trying to go for a walk um, or doing some kind of stretching or um I'm doing gentle yoga, you know, very gentle, <laughs> Very nice. Um, but it's just something for me. And then I do try to meditate um, or sit with the spirit world that daily, you know, um, uh, I, you know, it just is a way to feel that connection. And some days are great and some days are not, but it's still just making that time um, to sit with spirit and then potentially just you know, being trying to be mindful throughout the day or maybe a prayer or thoughts, you know, just trying to do that or, you know, at the end of the day, reflect on what oh, could I have done better? How could I handle this a little more maturely? Yeah. <laughs> you know, little things like that and then just continually striving to grow and be a better
0: version of myself, you know? absolutely I think we all do that we all start the mediumship journey going out and realize the mediumship journey actually brings us inescapably in that's very deep I love that Hannah (laughs) oh you're welcome plenty more where that came from I know I think we should quote that one that was really good (laughs) (laughs) but it is though isn't it so uh, okay tell us something about your work with the spirit world that you wish everybody knew I wish everybody knew. Um, I really
2: just feel like, you know, it's just this concept that, you know, there's no agenda. You know, it really is just to be of service. You know, I can't control who comes through or the order that they come through. But you can know that when I sit with you, it's a three-way connection. But I'm absolutely surrendering and just doing my best to be of service to help you in some way, hopefully. You know, that's it. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know. Um So, you know, and I just feel like sometimes, you know, when people come for um, a sitting, sometimes there's an expectation um, or somewhat sometimes, you know, um, there's a um, particular person, you know, or even a word that they're waiting to hear or different things. And, you know, um, you know, I wish that every single session, you know, could be this tremendously magical experience. And, you know, of course many are special, but you know, um, I guess that would be the biggest thing is just to come without expectation and maybe an open-mindedness to surrender to the experience as well. And to recognize that we work together and it's all from a place of love.
0: Mm -hmm. And when Mm -hmm. that
2: connection can be made, it absolutely is, you know, so that's
0: it. (laughs) I completely agree there's an element of surrender needed from sitters as well as from medium. Yeah, Yeah.
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've mentioned this on my podcast before, but there's nothing quite like your heart sinking. I don't know if you've had this, but I've had people come, and they go, don't worry about the evidence. There's one word. We've got a password. If you give me that word, I don't need to worry. And I go, oh. my God, I know that's the most stressful thing. Don't do
2: that to your medium. Because our thinking mind, is like, oh, my God. I need to say you know but what you know i had that happen once and it was actually an incredible lesson too so um one of my first sessions earlier and then the lady was like there's only three me three words that i need to hear that's all i need to hear and i was like oh my god what could they possibly be and i kept hearing i love you i love you and those were the three words you know but the point being, though, is sometimes we judge it or we get too much in our head, you know. And it's just like keep it simple, give what you get, and just try to keep focusing on that surrender piece. Um, but yeah, and then remembering too, because sometimes those toughest sessions are really people that have the greatest need, you know, that maybe are in the greatest um, pain or suffering, and to know that and surrender that when you know as mediums that it's not about us you know that truly there is often um a need much greater than maybe we can understand or comprehend Mm. in that moment yeah
0: absolutely completely so if you could go back in time to when you first started what advice would you give yourself um get ready
2: (laughs) (laughs) really the biggest advice really is just that surrendering you know, and that, you know, every person is different, everybody's journey is different, and what is important to me may not be important to others. But I really do think there is an aspect of um, sacredness that we, you know, we want to be mindful of, and even perhaps considering, you know, humbleness, and to remember that really, I don't, you know, it's not us doing it, it's the spirit world, and we're just lucky, I feel like, to be a part of it in some moments, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so advice to me would be, um, loosen up, lady. Um, (laughs) I know, I know, like, stop taking everything so seriously. And it really, it is hard. And it really is just this concept of surrendering. I cannot say that enough. You know, I just surrender, surrender, surrender. And when we let go and we just allow the spirit world to work through us, That's really when it's special, I think, you know. Um, So just and keep plugging away, never ends. And thank God for progression, because, (laughs) you know, I certainly, you know, think of where we I started, um, and you know, I'm just so grateful that we can grow in our connection, you know, and that we can continue to unfold.
0: Yeah, exactly. It never ends, which is <laughs> exciting because no, ma- you never, you're never, never done. You're never finished. There's always something more to learn. And oh. I love that about it. I and do too. So how has your work and your connection to the spirit world changed your life as you, not as a medium? Oh, my God, Hannah,
2: where do you come up with these deep questions? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, my
0: God, you have to really put some thought into
2: this. Okay. So... I will say that the spirit world and having this relationship with spirit has given me a sense of hope and faith that I never knew possible, especially, especially during the most challenging times of my life and not just my life, but seeing the grace or the hand of God or those miracles, those silver linings and those threads in other people's lives as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, unfortunately the, the journey seems to have these boulders or these little (laughs) rocks along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, the miracle though is sometimes when it is a no or that path or something difficult presents, you know, that the, you know, it may not be the straight path or the path that we had envisioned, but in that partnership with spirit, that there often is another way forward or they will bring the right people into our lives at the right time or they'll open the doors or they'll help us to find another way around. And as painful as sometimes those no's are or the pain or grief that we might be going through, that is how that relationship has changed my life because I can see, just as I'm sure many of us can, as we reflect on our lives, you know, think about when you were younger and, I don't want to tease you. We're all kind of morons, you know? It's like, how did I even get here, yeah. <laughs> just insane, right? Like, when you reflect, you can see those magical moments, those moments where maybe um, the spirit world intervened or, you know, you had unexpected blessings that came through and helped you to navigate those most challenging times. And that is what I see. And that's how I know um, the spirit world. I'm just so grateful to be where I am because they've helped me through many challenging times.
0: Absolutely. So, a uh, couple more questions, nearly done. Um, do you have a favorite book to read, spiritual book? Oh, I have several, Hannah. <laughs> okay, good, let's read them all. <laughs> I love the book recommendations. You've probably read them all already,
2: okay? So, my favorite book for people that are just starting out on their mediumship journey, and I even have a copy of it right oh, here. Oh, I know, I pulled it out. I'm like, I hold on, it's so complicated. But it's wow. Where Two Worlds Meet by Janet Nahavik. And um, probably if you've been listening, you think I have stock in the Journey Within Church or something. <laughs> you know, again. She really is a fabulous medium. And I just really enjoyed that book um, as far as just some of the foundation and the fundamentals and some ways to look at it. Okay. So um, a great book, a great resource for your collection if that's something that interests you. Um, and then other books that I really have enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed The Afterlife of Billy Fingers. And I'm like, where's the camera?
0: Ooh, These oh, are many I haven't seen. This is
2: great. Oh, gosh, this is exciting. Okay, so I'm going to give you the full title. The Afterlife of Billy Fingers, How My Bad Boy Brother Proved to Me There's Life After Death. And this is by Annie Kagan. And I love this because she's a total, quote unquote, normal person. And, you know, she loses her brother tragically and she's able to experience a relationship with him um, from the other side that proves to be very evidential in the way that she's able to receive messages and some form of communication. And again, helping to suggest that the continuity that the soul continues after the transition we know that as death is just a beautiful, powerful story um, that I just loved. So I totally highly recommend it. Oh. And then, yeah, I know. So I'll give you one more. Oh, maybe two. Go for oh, it. I know, I'm just rocking this. But um, <laughs> well, I really, really, I never studied with Mavis Patilla, but I really did enjoy her Droplets of God book. Okay. Um, I might not have the full title correct, but um, it's Mavis Patilla's story. And uh, I know it says Droplets of God, but that was just a beautiful story. Um, I felt, you know, about just the her experiences working as a medium and with the spirit world and um, how it has changed her life and her journey. I found that very inspirational um, as well. Um, and then I know this one is the last one. It gets mixed reviews, but I really do like Silver Birch, the teachings of Silver Birch, okay? I know that some of the information or the phone can be antiquated and people have different opinions. But for me, I just really found that um, book as a touching cornerstone of any spiritualist philosophy library. So um, I really enjoyed that book. Um, and I know there's many books on that um, that have been channeled, but um, I really enjoyed that as well. So there you go. See,
0: I've got, yeah. I'm correct in saying that, that that is a medium who's channeled teachings from the spirit world and the spirit. Exactly. Language, yes? I,
2: yes, exactly. And it was all about the spirit world's perspective on different questions that were asked, okay? I have to, I don't know if it was in the 1950s, or not, I can't remember the exact period. Um, and so that's where, you know, and then, you know, I have shared this book with others and so it's either a love-hate relationship, you know, you either totally love it or you're like, hmm, you know, but it has a lot of things um, to ponder, you know, from a philosophical perspective that I really enjoyed um and so it's just a it was a meaningful experience so recommend it check it out see what you think
0: fascinating well I think that's part of it that's really important actually which is interesting you've touched on that because that's something that's really been coming up for me at the moment is actually it's not it is about mediumship and evidence of life after death and all of that but actually there's so much more isn't there to spiritual yeah. connection yeah. and we all have our own we all have to ponder these questions we all have to think about what it's all about, what it's all for, why we're here. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Those are
2: the deep ones. Yes. And continuing to ask, you know, how can I be of service? You know, Mm -hmm. where, you know, and just to take those opportunities, however they present, even no matter how small they are, you know, and trusting that that is the guidance, too. But, yes, tons of questions and um, some of these things that we're not going to know probably until we pass away, you know, until we. Go home. I don't mean to sound so ominous in this last moment here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're fine. You're fine. Like, oh my goodness. Very yeah, Hi, so I don't think we possibly can. can we? Yes, I know. And I'm like, so hard to validate
2: some of those things, but finding your own truth and asking the questions. I think that's an important part of any person's life, spiritualist life, mediumship life, wherever you are
0: in your journey. So I know obviously you've completed your reverendness. You have um you are demonstrating loads, aren't you? I see you in lots of churches and online demonstrations and things. Yes. You're also teaching spiritual development. I am. But yes. what else is next for you?
2: Well, that's the big question. Um, so I and I actually just hinted at it because I just keep praying, you know like I know that I want to be of service and I know that I want to help as many as I can. I definitely see myself continuing with a private practice and working with people in that way. Um, and I definitely see myself continuing to serve churches. Um, I love doing that. Um, and then I just keep asking God to kind of show me the way, you know, where do you need me and how can I serve? And just trusting in that journey to continue to unfold, you know, um, So when I have it all figured out, (laughs) I know, but um, yeah, and you know, I I do have a a spiritual center and I love doing that work too, because it's just, you know, helping others to explore their own connection to the spirit world and find their own path, their own truth, you know, and just to explore some of that. I think that's pretty amazing also. You know, not all of us are gonna be um, working psychic mediums and things like that, but it doesn't matter. But each of us has, you know, to you have the connection with spirit. You know, you are the soul having that human experience. And I love, um, one, just having a space where people hopefully feel safe and make healing connections, feel comfortable exploring their own um, pathways of intuition, psychic and mediumship, and also meet other like-minded people, you know, and have fun along the way. So um yeah, hopefully there's growth across the board in all areas. So thank you well, for asking. That there will be.
0: <laughs> and obviously I can see your websites on here. You've made that super easy for me. So it's Laurysheridan.org for anybody that is listening later. Um, and can they book with you privately on there for readings, Laurie? Yes, they can. Wow, thank you, you cover all the good stuff, Hannah. Thank you. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> yes, no,
2: you can definitely book through the website. Thank you so much. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much. Um, I've loved because uh, it's so amazing. Because obviously, when we're working together. We have to just work. You don't get right, that. Right. How did you get here? What are you doing? You no, know, I want to hear your story, Hannah. I want to get more about you. <laughs> well, I won't. I won't. Most people know it. So I won't bore everyone today, but I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing you with uh, us all and your faith and your light. And I feel like I've had my hand held through this. So it's been absolutely uh, lovely. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Hannah. A lot of love to you and everybody who joined us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Fantastic. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather
1: bags, and so much more.